So Bezer Hashem, I read a beautiful idea from the Meor Enayim over Shabbos. He strings together some very beautiful, powerful ideas in an amazing way. So, one of my favorite ideas is Kol Hashem Shabbos they read out from a certain verse that anybody who keeps Shabbos probably, and even if he did idolatry, like the worst form of idolatry, they'll forgive him. And so the Meorinayim is explaining why, because Shabbos is called Matana Tova Bebeid Ganazai, a wonderful gift in my treasure. What is the gift of Shabbos that brings forgiveness and healing and, cle- and cleansing and cheshuva to a person is Yiras Hashem. That through Shabbos a person doesn't do any work. So he's completely nullifying to God. Period. It's very simple. He's not doing any work. He's not doing any creative activity. He's not doing any conscious, creative human activity to change anything in the world, not even flipping a light switch, not even writing down a couple letters, not even talking about his business. He is completely nullifying to God, which that is the idea of Yeras Hashem. As the verses are saying, At the end of the day, the main thing is to fear Hashem. And in the verse says, what is Hashem asking of you except for to fear Hashem? To fear, to to respect, to be aware. Yira, fear comes from the same word as Re'iyah, to see. To see with one's mind's eye, to see with the eyes of the soul, that everything comes from Hashem. That is the main thing, which is called Yira's Hashem. Fear or respect of Hashem. And that is the gift we get on Shabbos. Because on Shabbos, we don't do anything productive. We simply receive the goodness that Hashem gives us. We don't do work. We don't change anything. We just sing, eat, pray, relax, hang out, learn Torah, which is the best form of fearing God that I can think of. It's not It's not like the normal religious idea of fearing God. It's, it's very pleasurable. It's very nice. So when a person taps into that every week, he's forgiven because he... He reachieves the purpose of existence, which is to just realize that everything comes from Hashem, that everything comes from Hashem. And next, the the Rav Meori Naim is explaining how this really helps a person during the week to realize the who honetein l'cha koach los eschayel. Don't say kochi v'yotzim yadi asili es eschayel hazeh. A person can fall into the mistake of thinking that he's the one that with his strength with his mental strength, really. Because these days, most of us aren't necessarily in manual labor. Whether it's physical strength or intellectual strength, you should realize that he is the one that gives you the intellectual strength. And the, he's pointing out that the Targum, the Aramaic translation, who Hashem gives a person Eitzah, literally meaning that it is Hashem who puts in the person, in their mind, the idea of what to do in work. And it's not just in making money, but anything. And, and relationships, and finding a wife or a husband, and, and picking a school for one's kids, and all sorts of choices we make. The main one being work and professional life and 
making money, but all our choices, uh, the good ideas, they come from Hashem. And the more I name says, it's like a hand or a foot doesn't brag that it did something so great because who gave the hand or the foot the idea to do something? It was the head. The ideas come from the head. So too, says the Mirai Naim, we as human beings, we're just like limbs. And literally in the Kabbalistic idea, we're the Ivarim Deshkinta. We are like the, called the limbs of the Divine Presence. We're literally like the way that a head commands the feet and the hands and the body to do different actions. Hashem is like our head. All the ideas come from Him. And we just, we're just like vessels. We're just like carrying out the ideas that He puts in our head. He gives you the advice. He gives you the idea. So then where is free will? Free will is in the year of Hashem. Free will is if you respect Hashem and you access that respect, that nullification, that connection to God by realizing that it all comes from Hashem, then what happens is Hashem gives you a good idea and continues to give you a good idea so you don't make a mistake at work, so you don't make a mistake in relationships, so you don't make this or that mistake. Because the world is set up that the world is, a, is truly a minefield. There are, there, the, it says, the Yetzirah sets traps against a person every day. That the Yetzirah is looking to kill the soul every day. Hashem created Yetzirah, which is bad advice, which is thoughts that are wrong to follow. It's that you shouldn't do this thought that pops into your head. With the healthy and proper aspect of Yiras Hashem, of fearing and respecting Hashem, of realizing that everything comes from Hashem, this is very important, this is the practical idea. Through accessing Yiras Hashem, through accessing, respecting, and nullification to Hashem, the person will be constantly granted the proper advice and the right idea to make a good choice. If, God forbid, a person is arrogant and forgets fear of Hashem and he's arrogant and he thinks he's so great and he thinks he's in charge then God forbid then the Yetzar is, le- is laying a trap for that person and the person will follow through on the wrong thing to do in that situation and get burned God forbid so Shabbos forgives us Shabbos cleans us not just because oh we get clean but because by replugging into fear of God, replugging into tremendous saturating consciousness of God, a person carries that consciousness through the week and avoids the traps that are inherent in creation laid at his feet, like the image of the snake biting at Adam's heel. It says in the verse, after the sin of the tree of knowledge, that the snake is biting at our heel. The Yetzirah, in the form of bad advice, in the form of bad choices, it's constantly threatening us. It is a war. It is a it is a conflict. It's a struggle. With Shabbos and the idea of not forgetting Hashem, though, Hashem makes sure that we select and listen to the correct advice and don't make mistakes and continuously succeed. Now, this is a very interesting scenario and situation to be in. Why would Hashem place a human being in a world full of traps like a minefield like he's walking through a dangerous war zone why why should we be in that situation and it's fascinating and the really deep answer 
like on a very broad overview is Hashem wants us to apply his wisdom to these scenarios. He wants us to co-create with him. But it's a paradox because many verses are saying, Don't just say you're my children, but you're my builders. You build the universe with me, with your choices, as we've said many times. And, and there's many other, many other Midrashic interpretations, that, not just interpretations, they're the deeper uncoverings of the verse, to say that we are partners with Hashem in the creation through our choice. But what do we just say here? It's not, it's, the, it's not like, oh, we're so important that we figure out the, how to make the world better. It's exactly the opposite. We partner with Hashem by choosing to nullify ourselves to realize that He is the one who sends us the good ideas. The good ideas in our professions, the good ideas in our relationships, the good ideas in how to relate to, to specific people. It's, it's precisely the, the, the way that we build the universe, the way that we are proactively building the universe by making good choices and partnering with him is to be subservient. He is the architect. He is the boss. He's got the grand idea. And in an extremely deep Kabbalistic way, everything around us is that there is a source of everything, which is like the grand plan. It's a really, really complete, unified idea called Chachma. The verse says, Kulam b'chachma asita. You made everything with wisdom, which means there's one wisdom. There's one wisdom, there's one Chachma, which is the one unifying theory of everything, the one unifying divine idea of how literally every particle, every event is supposed to get together to create the final expression of the universe. And in an unbelievably deep mystical idea, all the objects around us are like shards of that idea. That's called the fallen sparks and the fallen vessels. This one great idea exploded. And of course, this is the deepest of the deep. But obviously that idea, Hashem's holding on to that idea. But the idea is that literally, whatever this means, that like the objects around us are, are like energy of thought which fall farther and farther down that they exploded off of one great idea called wisdom and they fall and they fall and they, sh- and they split and they splinter and they shatter and they finally congeal into physicality. And that's what the physicality is around us. It's broken off pieces of one idea. And the idea is that with fear of Hashem, with Yeras Hashem, a person will receive a transmission from the one wisdom of what to do now and what to do with this fallen, broken off, shattered off piece of one idea because when you nullify Hashem, you get a transmission from the wisdom that says, here's what you do with this lost piece because this is a lost piece of one idea and this is a lost piece of one idea. Here's how to handle this lost piece with wisdom. Just calm down, nullify to the creator and he'll tell you, You'll, you'll get a thought in your head it will feel right what to do because it says that the sinners are afraid that there was one rabbi walking around with this student in the marketplace and this, he could tell the student was afraid and the rabbi said you're a sinner 
And the student said, what do you mean? It says, It's good to be always afraid. And the rabbi said, no, no, no. It's always good to be afraid of Hashem, but it's never good to be walking around afraid of various bad things that could happen. That's exactly the point. As the Kamarna Rebbe says all the time, that is forbidden to be afraid of the, of the punishments because that is like worshiping the, the evil. That's giving power to the evil. We avoid the evil. We avoid the mistakes. We avoid the pitfalls. We avoid following bad thoughts of the evil inclination when we take fear and we turn it into something holy. When we take fear and we make it that we're only afraid of Hashem and nothing else, there's nothing but Hashem. So then we're not sinners. And then we have nothing to be afraid of. Nothing to be afraid of because now we are plugging into the reality that the good idea, the thing that will carry us through safely to the other side of the week is to nullify to Hashem and receive from Him the good advice and not to count on our own genius, not to count on our, like we think we're genius, not to count on our own, oh, that we're so perfect, we've got it all figured out. No, to do the opposite, to completely nullify and calmly listen to what Hashem is telling us to do. And if we feel that we've done a sin and we need to do tshuva, to do tshuva, to apologize for that sin so we don't have to be afraid that we're not going to get the transmission of the good idea and the good advice. The fear a person feels is actually reminding him that he did something wrong that he needs to say sorry for and do tshuva for. That way he'll be clean to receive the transmission of the next good idea so he won't make a mistake in this world that's full of opportunities to make a mistake. Because if a person has done tshuva and he knows that he and Hashem are, are in a good relationship, that he has, there's nothing he did, he did wrong to Hashem, there's no offense that he, he made, he didn't do anything to, to inappropriately tamper with the unfolding of creation in the universe. He's, he's, got no, he's got no marks on his record because he said sorry. He's reconnected, so there's nothing to be afraid of. He knows he's going to get a good idea from Hashem what to do next so he won't make a mistake. And therefore, even if something goes wrong, he won't feel like he's getting a punishment. He'll realize, me and Hashem are good. I did the best I could. I, I was clean with Hashem. I did tshuva. And, and if something messed up, it wasn't a mistake because I was clean with Hashem. So whatever I did, Hashem gave me the idea. And if something looks like it went wrong because of the idea, it wasn't like I got punished. The punishment, the Baal Shem Tov says, a person is punished when Hashem takes away his das. When Hashem, when a person does sins, God forbid, then Hashem, the Baal Shem Tov says, then Hashem will take away his das, will take away his, his sharp awareness, and then he'll make mistakes, and then the punishments will happen from the mistakes. But if a person does tshuva, and he is clean and connected to Hashem, and he's good, so then he'll realize that anything that, that seems to go bad, he'll re- immediately realize it's not even a mistake because, because he, cause Hashem wanted this to happen. It's only when he didn't do tshuva and he was arrogant and he's like, well, I don't care. And then he makes mistakes. That's the punishment. It's a very important difference. So we should all do tshuva, have yira, and realize that if we're clean and good with Hashem, there are no mistakes. There's nothing to be afraid of.